Welcome to the podcast of the Round Table, where four podcasts go head to head debating random topics, and you, the peasants, are, I mean, listeners, decide the winner. This week's battle pits Almi of Shit Happens When You Party Naked and Jody B of Po'boys, who will take on Round Table regulars, Brooke from Married AF and John from Unbelievably Stupid. Now, here is your host, Randall. Welcome to uh, Podcast of the Roundtable, everybody. We are finally here. The baddest motherfucking show in podcasting. This is the show where the listeners get to decide who's the smartest, quickest, and funniest podcast host out there. I'm your host, Randall Fowler. Let's go over the rules. We got five or more rounds with each contestant answering a question or a topic within a three-minute time limit. You don't have to use up your whole three minutes, but you can't go over. Each contestant does get one grenade. A grenade is where you can interrupt a fellow contestant and stop them from answering a certain question. Use these strategically, and they may just make you the winner. Once you've used it, the contestant cannot go any further in answering of the question, or you can stop them before they even start. The thing is, with a grenade, for it to be official, you have to make your best grenade sound when you're tossing a grenade. Third rule is no talking during uh, other people's time. We can laugh, fuck around after, in between. No talking during a person's uh, three-minute time limit. Um, Other than that, let's meet the contestants. Number one, in my heart and yours, we have Brooke. Hello, Brooke. Hello. Brooke is from the uh, award-winning and greatest podcast on earth, Married AF. We also have here Jason Almy. What up? (laughs) What's good, y'all? How's it going? I'm very, very pleased to be here for what promises to be a respectful and polite evening of discussion. Love that. Love that. (laughs) We also have here the most handsome motherfucker in podcasting, Jody motherfucking B. Brap, brap. What's up, motherfucker? (laughs) Hey, thanks for having me, buddy. I'm glad to be talking to all of you assholes this evening. And last but not least, we have the podfather himself. John Buchanis. What's up, John? Hey, gentlemen and lady. Glad to be here. This should be fun. All right, here's another part of the rules I forgot. Uh, John and Brooke are residents of this show. What that means is they're on here all the time. Jason and Jody are our very first two contestants. We couldn't be happier with our first two uh, celebrities to appear. And uh, that will change every month. We'll bring in another two contestants and... Eventually, we'll have a battle of champions to officially see who's the best and funniest host in podcasting. So there we go. Those are the goals of the show. We did pick the order at random before the show. Uh, First round will be Jody B up first, Almy up second, Brooke third, and John fourth. And then every round after that, we'll rotate down. So everybody has a chance of each spot. And so there's no griping or bitching. I'm still going to try to gripe and or bitch. Yeah. Keep it to yourself, motherfucker. Absolutely. So I'm going to do the usual here. I'm going to take a jello shot to Jason Almy just Mm. because I love that guy. Yeah. I'm glad you got to join us tonight, buddy. I thought you weren't going to make it. You know, I thought I might not make it either. I'm just, you know what? I'm thrilled to be alive. I'm happy to be here. I love work. I love life. Word. 
Well, Word. We are happy to have you. I love all of you except John. <laughs> but the rest of you, the rest of you are beautiful people, this especially Jody. Slurp is for you, Almy. Love all right, so I want to start it off. We're going to go in hot now. Also, a couple of these uh, questions that were sent in were sent in from listeners. Um, so that'll be what it is. Uh, the contestants, none of them know the topics, questions ahead of time, not even Brooke. No idea. So it could be anything. You guys ready to get it on? I'm ready. Stay ready, motherfucker. This is a warm-up round, right? Absolutely. We'll okay. make th- we'll make yeah. this uh <laughs> we'll make this an easy one just to see how it goes. This is from a listener. Hey Randall, I'm excited about the first episode of Podcasters of the Roundtable. I have an interesting question that I would love to hear discussed. My question is this: In life, is it really all about the small things? Sarah from SoCal. This is her second question. We love you, Sarah. Uh, Jody B, you got three minutes. <sighs> well, guys, I'm going to be honest. Life is all about the small things, right? It's about a cup of coffee, a hand job in the bathroom in the morning before you go to work. It's about bagel bites. You know what I'm saying? I think people, they really look too deep into uh, all the the grand scheme of shit. And uh, you get a little caught up in all the bullshit if you don't stop and smell the roses once in a while. And I, I happen to find myself a person who fancies the little things in life. You know what I'm saying? I like walking by my wife in the kitchen and grabbing on her titty. And then she slaps me on the ass. That's not a grand gesture. It's love, baby. Mm. Not about all the crazy shit that you can buy or all the experiences that you have at the end of the day. It's about enjoying your motherfucking time and uh, trying to enjoy life while you can, man. This shit is short. And uh, yeah, never know when you're going to (laughs) bounce. I like it. I like it. Almy. What are your thoughts? Is life really about the small things? Normally, I would respectfully agree with everything Jody has to say. Normally, I would not disagree with Jody at all. It's not like me to disagree with Jody, except in this case, when he's quite clearly fucking completely wrong because he's a fucking moron. He doesn't know shit. And I'm guessing he got some kind of brain damage. I I mean, it, it makes sense. It's logical that he has some kind of brain damage, okay? Obviously... Who gives a fuck about the little things, right? Who's ever jumped out of their fucking, done a backflip because grandma sent you a birthday card that had a $5 check in it, right? Even in 1985, grandma sends me a card for my birthday with a $5 check in it. I'm like, come on, bitch. You've been slaving away since the 1920s. You, get, you can only break me off $5 for my birthday. That's a little thing. That's a small, tiny check. Guess who else doesn't get excited about little things? My wife. You know how I know? I'll leave that to your imagination. But it did take us a while to get pregnant, and we did have to hire somebody to do the work for us. You know what I'm saying? So those adoption papers are real. You know what else? Those little cans of Coke. Fuck the small things. You see those six-ounce cans of Coke? Who the the fuck wants a six-ounce? That thing would not work as a butt plug in my ass because fuck that little can of Coke. I want a big fucking can of Diet Coke. You know what? Even the 12-ounce can is too small for me. I love Diet Coke. I fucking love Diet Coke. This teeny-ass 12-ounce can, I can't fucking handle it. I want that big fucking honker. You know when you go in the gas station, it's two for two? It's one for $1.29 or it's two for $2. And you get this big fucking like 14-ounce can. It's like a big fucking bullet of Diet Coke. Nobody likes the small things in life, that tiny Diet Coke. I'm, not, I'm still 
thirsty. I can't. What, what is going on here? I need more fucking Diet Coke in my life. I got to go through like an entire 12 pack with one lunch. Fuck that. Who wants little things? I want the family size bucket at KFC. I want to die of a fucking heart attack right away. Come on. I want everything now. I want it bigger. I want it extra value size. I want it huge. You know what else? You mentioned grabbing your wife's titties. I also like grabbing my wife's titties. That's something that we can agree on, Jody. We can agree very much. We like grabbing our wife's titties. We got wives. Our wives got titties. We like grabbing them. They're there. I mean, I hate to sound too misogynistic, but I kind of feel like they were put there for me to grab. Okay? I'm just saying. It makes sense. They're there. I'm here. I got hands. I got two of these. She got two of those. I mean, it works. It just works. So my wife's titties, she is pregnant. They are not small. (laughs) They were smaller before. (laughs) They were never tiny, but they were smaller before, but now they're not. They're much bigger than they ever have been. That's it? 10 seconds. I rest my case. Big big tits for life. (laughs) (laughs) Tits out for Almy. Pregnant titties for life. All right, well, fucking a. I think Almy just laid the damn big dick down. Mm-hmm. All right, babe, what do you think? In life, is it all about the little things? And by the way, I'm huge, just so everyone knows. <laughs> yes, of course you're huge. <laughs> so I'm not gonna fully agree with either Almy or Jody. I kind of am somewhere in the middle because yeah, I think there's plenty of little things that are great, like little small gestures, like when. You, you walk by me in the kitchen, slap my ass. Love that shit. But if you were like, happy birthday, here's a piece of gum. I don't know if that would really be so you would cool. Kill me. <laughs> um, I think that there's, uh, it, it's definitely a mixture. I'm, I'm not against the little tiny cans of uh, Sprite because that's our little guy happens to like those. But I don't think you should always be looking for the huge gestures or not everything has to be extravagant either because then you're just a fucking asshole. So that's all I got. Boom. All right, John, tell us, sir. Well, I have to say the small things are important. But to me, I think the things that are the most important are the regrets that you're going to have at the end of your life, the things you didn't do, the things you wanted to do, but you were too afraid to do. And to me, I think the thing in life is not to have any regrets, to push through, do something, don't be afraid. I mean, I understand that Jason wants a, you know, a big can of Coke, get that. And I understand titties are nice, love titties. But to me, if I look back, I wasted years and years of being scared to do stand up and being frightened to stand in front of a crowd and being afraid to be myself because if I was myself, other people wouldn't like the person that I was. And to me, that's just wasted opportunity. So don't waste opportunity. Go out and grab everything that you can. Live life to the fullest. Don't have any regrets. If you're not making mistakes, if you're not making a fool out of yourself every once in a while, you're not living life. That's all I got. Boom. Very well done. Great job, everybody. Yeah. All right, that was a good first well, round. Everybody well was said. Nice. You're still an asshole, but well said. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have to go anywhere to get my wife pregnant. That's all I got to say. Ooh, I mean, I didn't have to damn. go far. Either. It was just like right around the corner. There's all these guys at the construction site. They're hanging out. They were happy to oblige. I'm sure they were. <laughs> all right, guys. Round two. Almy is first. Oh, Almy. shit. Should a transgender athlete be allowed to compete as their newly assigned gender? Should they be able to choose which gender they compete at? Mm. Or should they have to compete as their born gender, no exceptions? 
Please explain why, and if you can, talk about the testosterone level difference if you would like to. I see. Your time starts now, sir. I have no words. Pass. JK. JK, <laughs> not passing this one. I'm jumping on this one. It's not like me to ever shut the fuck up. So I've thought about this. Dave Chaffee gave us this question, didn't he? That son of a bitch, that Aussie motherfucker. I bet it was him, that koala fucker. <laughs> anyway, I have thought long and hard, and every day, honestly, my opinion changes on this. Uh, but right now, at this very moment, I believe, fuck it. Fuck it. Everybody competes as whatever the fuck you want. You put the money down to go enter the competition and compete, fuck it. I don't give a fuck. I want to see a 300-pound trans lady. I want to see Brock Lesnar with makeup and a wig beating the fucking shit out of a 110-pound Vietnamese black belt lady. I don't give a fuck. Let them all enter. Let, enter whatever you wanted to look. Hey, this is America. It's about freedom. And that freedom means doing whatever the fuck you want. And fuck everybody else that got a problem. If you got a problem, guess what you can suck on? There's got to be at least one penis around here that we can find. And I'm not saying anything about the trans athletes with that statement. I'm saying that there's probably a cis male who has a penis that you can suck. And maybe there is a trans lady with a penis that you can suck. I think you're supposed to call it a vagina at that point. It looks an awful lot like a penis, but it's a vagina. So listen, don't be anti-trans. I say, fuck it. Testosterone? Let's talk about that for a minute. I don't know how much time I got left, but let's, let's dig into that. Testosterone half. differences... <laughs> The testosterone differences are huge. That's just, you know what? That's what it is. Uh, God made me a man with testes that produced testosterone, which means I'm going to have more testosterone than almost every lady without a pituitary issue in the entire planet. It's like I'm going to complain about the guy I had to play basketball against in high school being six foot five, and I was five foot four. I'm like 15. I got a late growth spurt. This mongoloid from, he was actually from Mongolia. He was relative to Yao Ming. He's seven feet tall. What I got, it's a natural thing. Testosterone is good in terms of sports and athletics. It'll help you perform very well. You know, let, let the trans folks in. Compete in whatever you want. If you're a chick, you want to compete with the dudes, come compete with the dudes. If you're a dude, you want to compete with the chicks. Let's just make it all just one big pot. It's an open category. It's an open class. Thank you for your money. We'll take it. And then this giant dude is going to fucking beat everybody or this trans lady is going to whip the shit out of all you motherfuckers. Fuck it. If you're small and weak and tiny, adios. Guess what? The men are coming in. We're taking your jobs. Boom. All right, you had 10 seconds left. That's uh, oh, wow, there, Almy. 10 seconds left. All right, so uh, nine <laughs> seconds, um, eight seconds. <laughs> you son of a bitch. All right, Brooke, you heard. I don't want to read the whole question again. You know the gist. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I think we, I thought we talked about this before, but I'm uh, I think if somebody went through the whole process of becoming the opposite gender of whatever they were born and they made it. At an you know in in whatever sport that they compete in, they made it to the level of being able to compete in the Olympics. Like, then you compete at whatever sex you are now. Um, if you're a dude that became a woman, your testosterone levels are going to be very low because you take a bunch of hormones to counteract that. I think. And then the opposite is also true. So you would have, I know you wouldn't have as much testosterone if you were a woman that became a man, 
as all the other men competing, but if you still got to the level where you can be considered to compete in the Olympics, then you get to compete in that realm with the other dudes. That's my opinion. All right. John, what say you, sir? Well, first of all, I I think that everybody should be who they want to be. And to me, once you are a biological male or a biological female, if you're biological male and you're going into play and you transition into a female, you have a huge advantage over all females. It is just not fair. So to me, I know you're on estrogen and I know you're on shots, but you still have an abnormal advantage in sports. Like I know Jason wants to see people get killed, but I want to see a fair fight. I think everybody should have the same, should be on the same playing field. And why they have women's tees and men's tees in golf is the same reason you cannot have a biological male who has transitioned into a female compete with biological females. It's just unfair. Now, if a biological female on testosterone wants to take her shot at competing with biological males, I don't think that I think that they don't have the advantage. So I would be more apt to let that happen than the other way around. I mean, I've heard and seen where women or a man who has transitioned to a woman get into a fight with a biological woman and fracture her skull. I mean, it's just not fair. There's a, a, a school in Texas where a biological male transitioned into a female. She's won three state titles wrestling biological females. It's just not fair. Everybody else is competing for second place. Listen, you want to be transgender? I support you. But you cannot compete against biological females. It's just not fair. That's what I got. All right. Jody B, what's up? <laughs> okay. So here's the deal. Fair. <laughs> Let's talk about fair. Fair is the place where you get popcorn and cotton candy and corn dogs <laughs> and shit like that. <laughs> I believe that there should be a level playing field in that if you were born a man and you transition or you were born a woman you transition, then you should be able to represent whichever uh, gender that you are representing currently. To be honest with you, hey man, uh, the bar got raised. If you're some, you know, six foot five, 217 pound woman beating the shit, you know, out of some poor lady, then, you know, y'all got to find some bigger bitches to fight. I don't know what to say. You know, uh, it happens right now. You ever seen Gabby Garcia? Look that bitch up. She'll yeah. jump in the ring with somebody right now. That's Jesus, a big bitch. You just got to find bigger competition. And that's, I think that sports as a whole, it's kind of funny, this whole, you know, honorable sportsman shit, like, I get it. You want to make everything fair, but a fight's not fucking fair. You know, uh, people cheat in sports all the goddamn time. Refs don't call shit. People try to get in. When you're in a dog pile, uh, Randall Fowler can attest. People will try to put their thumb in your asshole, and that's on a good day. I think that sports, in my opinion, are fucking lame. I don't watch any of them now. I watch a little UFC. So here's what I say. I say, let's give them all fucking steroids and hormones and let's juice every goddamn sport. I want to see fucking Serena Williams in every tennis match. I want to see big, girthy-legged bitches fucking running balls down the fucking field and head-checking safeties into the end zone. I want to see that shit. 
I think it would liven up baseball. Who the fuck doesn't like home runs? You know what I'm saying? Like, this is bullshit. Everybody's like, nah, don't fucking crack your skull. Don't get CTE. Hey, make $15 million and go the fuck home. You don't have to make 120 goddammit, you greedy bitch. I'm sick of this shit. Everybody's talking about what's fair and what's safe and shit. It's sports. You fucking play. You might get your ass kicked, but you know what? You tried, and sometimes you lose. <laughs> That's what sports is. So deal with it. Fucking, you go to wherever you're representing right now. If you got a dick, you got a vagina, you compete with men, you compete with women. And if they get beat the fuck up, find stiffer competition. That's the long and the short of it. All right. My Very man. Nice. My man. Oh, I never heard. Nice. Sorry, I never heard such nonsense in my entire life. <laughs> Y'all should have blown me up on that. That was all out of my ass, too. I, I listened to way too much Joe Rogan. I'm sitting here listening to this shit going, oh, man. I was so I was so <laughs> close to pulling the grenade on that one. But, uh, oh, that was a bluff and a half. Y'all should have got me. <laughs> it was beautiful. I didn't want to stop you. I want to let you keep going. It, it really felt like you were kind of agreeing with me. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> if that's the case, I wouldn't take that as a compliment, but you do you. All right. This uh, this one, there's a, it's a two-parter. I want you to form the – oh, and Brooke is up first on this, uh, this round. I want you to form the ultimate Saturday Night Live cast, naming at least five alum bonus points if you can name ten, but there are Jesus. no real bonus points. So <laughs> see if you can create your – uh, like all star cast, yeah, and, living uh, or dead. Yeah, you know, tell us why you're picking who you pick. Um, Brooke, you're up first, and your time starts now. Okay, you didn't answer my question. If it's living or dead, oh, any alum. Okay, no reasons why. Just list them out, or tell us why. You got three minutes. Now okay. you got two minutes fifty eight seconds. Or I haven't taken seconds. but like thirty seconds any other time, so I'm good. Kristen Wiig, Kate McKinnon. I'm probably gonna go backwards in time. Andy Samberg, Bill Hader. Oh, I like, uh, shit. I like that Fred Armisen guy because he's super weird. Um, he's weird. <laughs> uh, Adam Sandler, Jimmy Fallon, Horatio Sands, if Jimmy Fallon's there because they just make each other laugh all the time. They are the best breakers. <laughs> and Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. All and, right, that's 10. Oh, fuck, I, I forgot Will Ferrell. Yeah, Will Ferrell needs to substitute. Uh, I'm sorry, I can't allow that. You <laughs> missed out on Will Ferrell. Uh, John, you're up. Give us your top 10, and uh, if you want, tell us why. Number one, John Belushi was the best, still the best that's ever been on Saturday Night Live. Number two would be Chris Farley. Number three would be Eddie Murphy. Now I'm going to go to some of the top ladies. Gilda Radner was aces, unbelievably good. Uh, Kate McKinnon right now is probably the best that's on Saturday Night Live. I'm just going to tell you right now, Will Farrell. I can't even believe he's in show business, so he would never be on my list. Also, think Adam Sandler should be there. David Spade, and I got to be honest with you, I haven't really watched Saturday Night Live since the since 2000, so it's going to be hard for me. I don't really know many of the. Um, Women's, but then there's Sherry O'Tare. I think she was good. And Jane Curtin. And I definitely, I like Michael Shea. I think him and the guy, the other white dude that's doing 
uh, the weekend update now is probably the best it's ever done it. So that's my list. Can't believe All right. I fucking forgot Got Chris 10. Farley. All right. Jody B. What the fuck, man? <sighs> I'm not a big SNL guy either. So, okay. I wasn't either. Look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, it's funny because you mentioned... Oh, hey, shut up, motherfucker. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, look. So, so first and foremost, Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy, I think, is one of the funniest people of all time. I mean, Dave Chappelle's in there, but I don't think he was on SNL, was he? No. no. So, anyway, uh, definitely Eddie Murphy. Um, I'm throwing in Bill Murray, for sure. Kevin Nealon is another guy that I really appreciate his humor. So, Chris Farley is another one of those guys that, like, I'm sad because I didn't get to see, uh, like, how much further he probably could have taken it. Now, obviously, I think the shtick would have gotten old after a while. I think it was already kind of wearing out, to be honest with you. He would have either lost weight or just died anyway. So it's that sucks. Mm. Shit. Andy Samberg definitely has to be there. Uh, that motherfucker's written some of the funniest songs I've ever heard <laughs> in my entire life. The, the Dick mm-hmm. in the Box song, the fucking It Ain't Gay If It's in a Three-Way, uh, <laughs> I'm on a boat, threw it on the ground, like... I could literally sit and listen to The Lonely Island all fucking day. I think that's they're one of the most creative song people I've ever heard. And Jimmy Fallon, too, for that matter. Because, I mean, he's very talented with voices and singing voices and shit. And I appreciate that. Oh, shit. I'm going to throw Rob Schneider in there. Just because I, I appreciate Rob Schneider on a personal level. Uh, he's been around a lot of my life. And uh, how many I got left? One, two, three, four, five, six. You got three left if you want to make ten. You've already made the minimum requirement. Shit. I'm, yeah, I'm going to drop it there, man. That's, I, I don't want to just be throwing people in for no reason. Like Rob Schneider, I would keep just to kind of watch and it amuse me and uh, making copies and whatnot. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's, that's, that's my list. I'm going to nice. stick with it. Almy, okay. who's on your okay. fucking list? I actually respect all of your list, lists. I respect you all as people. And I respect your lists of Saturday Night Live people. But. <laughs> oh, shit. You Somebody motherfucker. You, mo- you rotten motherfucker, Jody. I know that was you. You son of a bitch. Grenade, motherfucker. Nobody wants to hear you talk about Saturday Night Live for the next had, three minutes. I was just, I wrote a really good Aww. joke, though. I, I wrote know, a really why. good joke. See, I know you listened to everything, and you were ready and locked and loaded, so fuck you. How about can I that? Say it, can I say it after? Yeah. You can, okay. Look, you right, can say it right now. Good. It doesn't I don't, count. I don't want it. it I mean, it doesn't count, have to everybody. count. It doesn't have to count, but it was good. It was, it was pretty good. I was thinking the whole time. Give me just the joke with no setup. Okay. So the, the joke is I name the first five. I'm going for 10. I name the first five, and I try to pick the ones that had the biggest drug problems. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with um, I'll name a few that are just kind of crazy. Norm, Gilda Radner, Chris Farley, John Belushi, Robert Jan- Downey Jr. But the most important is the last five, and it's nobody that you guys have mentioned yet. Massive amounts of vodka, hookers, quaaludes, heroin, and a giant pile of cocaine. Those are my back five. Damn. That yeah. was a great grenade option, Jody B. Because oh. listeners, you yeah. are not to take that into consideration, much like a courtroom. Jury, well, that, that's that joke shall be Also, disbarred. Robert Downey Jr. wasn't a cast member. No, he wasn't a cast member. For one season. For he one was? season. Was he really? Really? Yeah. I didn't know For that. One, one season. Yeah. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Like, like Lou Ferrigno or whoever was... Or, <laughs> Yeah, he was he was one season, I oh, believe, in like wow. 1980, 1990. It was early, early, early. Okay. 
Nice. All so right. that was kind of a deep pull. That was a really good grenade, you motherfucker. <laughs> you're welcome. All right, John, you're up. This question is pretty harsh. John, you have a good friend that is suffering from a terminal illness. There is no cure, and they're just waiting to pass away. Their disease is eating them away. They've asked you to give them a shot of a medicine that will put them out of their misery. No one will ever know, and you'll never be caught. Would you do it? And then, of course, tell us your thoughts on assisted suicide. Should it be legal? No. Yes. What say you? Assisted suicide should absolutely be legal. And if I had a friend that was suffering through ALS or something like that, and they were debilitated and they just didn't want to take, they just didn't want to suffer anymore, I would definitely give them that shot, number one. And, and secondly, I would want my friends to give me that shot. The fact that we are in such an archaic society where we treat animals, when animals are suffering, we, we put them out of their misery. But we, for people, we let them die and shrivel away with cancer and ALS until they, until they just can't take it anymore and put them through all that pain. For what? Now, if they want to go through all that pain, that's fine. But to be honest with you, after a certain amount of time, when it's enough, it's enough. You just push it in and just let them go on to the great beyond. And the fact that we don't even, and we don't have that, I still don't understand why we don't have that. Like I said, we treat animals better than we treat human beings. I've seen a lot of my family uh, wither away to cancer, and they, at the end, they basically had pushed so much morphine into them, it killed them. So we are doing that. Why can't we do that and save all that suffering? It's just not fair. And I would absolutely uh, do it for anyone here. And Alney, I might even do that if you're not sick. <laughs> Feelings mutual, bud. <laughs> you uh, motherfucker. Jody B, yeah. what do you think about assisted suicide, sir? Uh, assisted suicide? Sorry, Jody. <laughs> oh, nice. They've got like the professional sound effects. I was just going like, to come in and be like, yeah, they're good. All right, Almy, now it moves on to you, brother. What are your thoughts on assisted suicide? I feel like, John, you might have dropped the grenade on the actual expert here in this, uh, in this particular <laughs> field. Sorry, Jody. Not the best joke to make. I'm, I'm so sorry. I tried, to, I tried to hold that in. But I like to be a contrarian, but I, I, I'm going to have to go with the consensus here. I mean, John provides a valuable analogy that, if you've got a sick dog, a sick cat, you put them down. It's considered a kindness so that they don't suffer because you know what's going to happen in the end. And if you can kind of take that away from them, that last uh, little bit of pain, then it's it's usually considered the humane thing to do versus letting them suffer. I have put uh, pets to sleep before. I know how difficult it can be. I can only imagine it's even more difficult to do that with a really close friend who's a human being who can like vocalize their feelings, look you in the eye. You can watch their soul leave their body. It's fucked up. And I'm sure that shit would scar me for life. So while I do agree that it is a kindness that you can do that person, it also feels like it's a little scary. Like 
Am I, I don't know if you guys are big Harry Potter fans. I'm not a huge one, but I'm familiar with the material. What am I, I'm going to put this guy down, but it's like the drugs aren't going to work and he's going to be like half hanging on still. I'm going to have to get a pillow and fucking finish the job. Cause he's like foaming out of his fucking orifices and his eyes are bleeding and his, his penis is going to be like so erect when I'm, when I'm done killing him. <laughs> and I'm just going to look down and be like, holy fuck. Like couldn't somebody have t- take care of that for him before he goes, like give him one last one before he passes on. And I'm feeling guilty because I just choked this guy to death with a pillow. I'll get back to my Harry Potter comment right now. Uh, I'm I'm thinking like I just killed this guy with a pillow. Am I Voldemort now? I've like made myself. I've like split my soul, and now his boner is a Horcrux with like part of my soul in it. And the Harry Potter kids are gonna have to like find this guy's boner so that they can destroy the fucking Horcrux because I've become a dark wizard because I helped my friend to die, and it came from good intentions. But I don't know, man. Does this start a chain of events that's just like the FBI is fucking looking for me too because they know I killed this guy without jerking him off first? He died with a massive erection. That's fucked up. Like, I accidentally gave him the Viagra instead of the shit that was supposed to kill him. I don't know. <laughs> I just injected him with the thing that was lying right there. And then I had to choke the guy to death with the fucking pillow. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm on the run. I'm on the lam. I'm going to Mexico and shit like that. I'm getting jacked by by uh, Mexican gangs and shit like that. And they, they behead me and all this shit. And, <laughs> and uh, honestly, I can see the whole thing going really fucked up for me. Even though I want to do the guy a nice kindness. I want to put him out of his misery. Grandma, I, you know, I, I want to take care of you. I don't Five want you to suffer. I don't want anybody to die. <laughs> And suffer, but if I got to choke you to death with a pillow while you've got a full erection, I'm I'm really I'm not sure I can live with myself after that. And I'm I don't plan on going anytime soon. I plan on being around. I got to live with the memory every fucking night. I'm going to try to close my eyes and go to sleep. I'm going to lay my head on that same pillow I used to kill you, and I'm going to have to see the last fucking thing is this weird contorted look on your face, and your sweatpants are like fucking pitching a giant fucking tent. And I'm going to be like, what the fuck? I fucking did this. I can't believe I fucking did this. This is terrible. And I, I'm not going to sleep at night. I'm going to wake up in a cold sweat and I'm going to wonder what if if somebody had just jerked him off that last time maybe he would have been healed maybe somebody would have run in with the cure John, and said hey hit we got the, the cure time. so am I out of time <laughs> yeah you're over oh fuck you, I'm you, so sorry I was trying well to respect over. that I didn't I didn't hear you cut me off okay no you you, you went well over you're the only one that has <laughs> had no problems with time yeah I, I got no problem with time go for Almy it. does have a penis <laughs> fetish it's not just you <laughs> uh, <laughs> a little bit uh, I, I think what, everybody what has a penis you, fetish. It's it's a sexual organ. Would, would yeah. you give your friend the shot? And what do you think about assisted suicide? Yes, absolutely. I would give my friend the shot. And assisted suicide, to me, it's a bit silly that it hasn't yet become a thing that is allowed. But at the same time, I, I kind of get why it's not. But yeah, I mean, we... we don't let our dogs get such a bad quality of life that they can't walk around or can't feed themselves. So why would we want our people that we love to not, not be able to wipe their own ass or feed themselves or just wither away without having the option of just peacing out with dignity? So, I don't know. Nice. Yeah. All right, we're going on. 13 seconds. No, you did fine. All right, the next one. Jody B. is first, and uh, I believe this listener submitted this question specifically for Jody B. Jason's going to throw his fucking grenade. I don't know. Jody B., would you support the use of childlike sex dolls for pedophiles to use in therapy if it satisfied their urges? 
and eliminated them hurting children. Explain why or why not. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, through through the, the Married as Fuck podcast, I've been introduced to a, a sex therapist, a lovely lady by the name of uh, Rachel Miller. And uh, we've had some private conversations about, uh, like, pedophilia and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't want to speak for her. But I believe what her stance is is she does not support, uh, you know, adults uh, assaulting children, obviously. But she does understand that there are some people that are programmed a certain way. And, unfortunately, we have to uh, – we have to – be understanding that some people just have issues. And so <laughs> I'm kind of really on the fence about this one because I understand that some people can actually, uh, uh, I guess, take out their sexual urges with toys and, and dolls and stuff like that. But I also understand the, the process of pedophilia in that, you know, it is a, an increasing process. Like, it's just like anything else. You do something and then you usually have to gradually, you know, take it further. Which, in the end, could end in you having sex with a child, which is a fucking problem. So, <laughs> I don't know. This is a really fucking hard question. <laughs> because I don't want to speak for everybody. Uh, you know, I've unfortunately had the, the pleasure of uh, dealing with this personally. And it's like, you know, at this point, uh, you have to kind of just deal with it. But I understand that if I caught somebody in that act, it w I'd, it'd be a real problem. <laughs> you know, like I understand that people think what they think. And, you know, as long as you're not progressing on your thoughts, then that's one thing. But... If you ever time. cross that line, <laughs> then there's, yeah, there's no saving you, bro. All right. Almy, what do you think about uh, letting pedophiles fuck childlike sex dolls to control or temper their urges so they don't hurt real children? Buckle in. Which one of you fuckers about to throw your grenade at me? Actually, but only Brooke has one left, right? Yeah, okay. you and Brooke. So... On the surface, it seems like it's a good idea, right? Nobody wants real children getting fucked. Nobody wants that. And so if we accept that pedophiles have these innate urges that are not, they're not able to do anything about and that normal sex with adults is not able to scratch that itch, they have an itch that needs scratching. On the surface, it seems like, okay, like throw them the dolls, okay? that Maybe that's a good idea. And then they just go to town on these dolls and then they, they chop up and put the dolls in their freezer instead of real boys like Jeffrey Dahmer did. And, and it's better cause it's a doll. I mean, it's still kind of fucked up. It's still kind of fucked up cause it's like a little, my little buddy doll, you know what I mean? Like Chucky. And they're just like going to town on this thing. I can't, I mean, I can only imagine guys that look exactly like John, just, just completely like holding this poor doll's head in this, in the, in the bathtub, like under the water, it's gurgling and stuff. Like what, what, what happens when they program these things with the AI and the dolls can like talk and make decisions and hold conversations. And it's like, Oh my God, the whole thing, it just, it feels gross. I feel like I need a shower after even hearing this question. It's fucking, but, but let me tell you why it might be a good idea. Here's why it might be a good idea secretly and not just to prevent the anuses of little children from getting violated because nobody wants that. This is America. God damn it. This is the, the reason why we founded this country is to protect 
young children's anuses. I firmly stand by and believe that on my watch as king shit of Fuck Mountain, nobody on Fuck Mountain is, is fucking any little kids at all, anywhere, in, in, the, in any, uh, anything, anywhere. But if we make them these nice sex dolls, they got to go buy these things, right? They got to go online. They got to go to a store, some kind of specialty store that they got to go buy these. It's like a gun, right? You got you to gotta register, Okay, you got to you got to go through this background check and shit like that. Now, guess what? I've programmed that little child sex doll. It's got a nanny cam. I can see what it sees. It, I can hear what it hears. It's got a microphone. It's got a nanny cam. And I'm fucking seeing and hearing everything. I'm watching you fucking motherfucker. I'm watching you. Yeah. In your hat and your white beard. I'm watching you from the corner. When you sit that doll in the corner, <laughs> go ahead. Put a, put a blanket over that fucking doll. I can still hear. I can still hear everything you're doing. If you break the fucking law, guess what? The troops are coming in. I know where you live. There's GPS on that fucking doll. I know exactly where you fucked that doll. I know where that fucking doll is at every time. And so guess what? You step, seconds, out of line, Tommy. you step out of line, SWAT team's coming through and say, guess what, kid fucker? We've been fucking watching you. You're not fucking any kids on my fucking watch. How much time I got left? Five seconds. Fuck all you kid fuckers. Kiss my ass, you motherfuckers. <laughs> suck a dick. But uh, suck an adult dick. Don't suck a kid dick. Suck a fucking adult dick. Don't, don't fuck with kids. Okay? Period. Zero at the end. I rest my case. How many seconds <laughs> I got left? Nothing. You're oh, good. Okay. You're All really right. missing out with not being able to see the camera, babe, with Almy's hand gestures. Oh, uh, no. But then also in between, like, petting his cat. I'm, I'm gesticulating wildly when it's my turn to talk. <laughs> like, yes. like this, wildly. This, this episode has really taken me into the mind of Almy, and he's he's fucked up. He's smart, but he's fucked up. A, Come on in, man. Dark, Come on in. It's dark place. It's, it's, the, it's, the, it's the beautiful mind thing. It's the dark burden of genius. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you could be really smart, but have fucked up things. That's how I know, that's how I know Captain Crotchbite is, is such a fucking genius, because he thinks all this fucked up shit. And I'm like, this guy's really fucking smart. Don't let him around your kids. All right, Brooke. What do you think about JK, the... Buddy. <laughs> pedophile fuck dolls that look like kids <laughs> to stop them from fucking real life kids. Uh, all right. I don't know if that's, that's definitely not the answer. I don't know if I, uh, I, I definitely agree with if it was a thing that they need to be put on some type of list and you need to like take a, some type of like class and register your name somewhere to be like i like to fuck little boy dolls so you have to register your fuck doll yes however i like the the thought of it all makes me want to fucking kill everybody but (laughs) (laughs) I, i don't think that would necessarily satisfy the urge if somebody is really like wanting to do terrible things to children and you throw them a sex doll that's in the maybe the shape of a small child i don't think that's really going to satisfy their urge because they're pretty sick fucking bastards and the whole element of control and fighting back and all that's not a factor in that however i did hear something on joe rogan's podcast one time about like do people that are already locked up so like you you we've already like identified you as a sick fuck and locked you up but they talked about some kind of therapy where it's like uh like not holograms or but like kind of like artificial and like robots kind of or like virtual virtual reality. reality where they could uh 
you know, have interactions with whatever, if it's kids or it just, it makes me so sick to say that's that. terrifying. It is terrifying. But if they had like a virtual reality, like simulator for these sick fucks, when they were already locked up, there was discussions like on whether they could give them that simulator and then study them to see if they still had all the urges to do all the terrible things. So maybe I would be for that kind of like research for motherfuckers that are already locked up. But I don't, yeah, I don't want to encourage any of that kind of shit for people that are still out in the open and have access to other humans. Nice. Because fuck those people. All right, John, what do you think about uh, pedophiles fucking childlike dolls? I think the most disturbing thing I found out tonight that is Jason wants to have a camera where he can watch and talk to <laughs> pedophiles while they're attacking dolls. <laughs> To me, that is the most disturbing. But let me get into this pedophile thing. First of all, I think pedophiles should be removed from society. Uh, you can't do anything with them. They're broken. And the only way I would give them a sex doll is if I could grab the sex doll by the ankles and beat the pedophile to death with mm -hmm. the sex doll. I have no wiggle room. If you have been found to uh, har harm the child or sexually abuse the child, you need to be removed from society. Now, I don't know if we're going to lock you away forever, send you to an island without any kind of escape, or put you to death. I'm fine with any of those things. But be trying to give them something to, like a lollipop that would soothe them so they can't. All that da would be would be practice. So when they finally got their hands on a real live kid, they would know what to do. Again, these are broken people. Part of me, my heart goes out to them because I don't know what that's like and they can't stop themselves. But the fact is I can't worry about them. I have to worry about the children that they are going to abuse, molest, and possibly kill. Uh, I don't want to have a nanny cam where I can watch yeah. them abuse the doll. <laughs> that's, that's, I don't have any. Sorry, that's not nothing that I want to do. Uh, the only thing that I would do is if they wanted to have a doll like that, I would make it electrically charged. And when they stuck their dick in a thing, it would give them about 50,000 volts and they would just take that doll to the Lord. That's about the only thing that I would do <laughs> with a doll and, and with pedophiles. I have no time for them. They should be removed from society. Okay. All I'm right. Done. Well, guys, I am going to make the call that we're going to do one more round for time. That'll put us right at our show limit. And luckily we are. Prepared. Can I say something? Randall? Yes. Absolutely. Just one thing I just noticed was kind of fun. Did you guys just realize how sexist we all are? Because we all assumed that it was male pedophiles fucking dolls. Yeah, for sure. Because there's okay. there would not be a lady pedophile that would fuck a doll, right? I and mean, is that my? Because I wouldn't assume that, Brooke. Do you think you could imagine a woman who would have a fatuation with fucking children that would buy a sex doll to fuck? Well, there are women pedophiles. For sure. Yeah, but that's the what majority I'm like, are men. Do you think that that would be a woman commodity? Like, no. I'm just, that's very interesting. Yeah. We'll get into that later on another show, I yeah. guess. But. John, I, I especially <laughs> liked your idea of them using the doll as practice. I immediately thought they would become black belts in child fucking. Absolutely. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. We don't want that. You don't want any black belts in child fucking. No, we don't. No. no. A dick is a lethal no. weapon. Those hands are also lethal weapons. Get them off the streets. And also, I think there's a double standard with females. In other words, you, yeah. a female, like a student or a female that is uh, having sex with a 14 or 15-year-old kid, that's a double standard. I just call that a good time. And again, Well, I you're always, talking about a teenager, Yeah, though, you're talking because, about... Because, like, yeah. there's going to be an incident where there's probably, like, a 20-year-old oh, chick sure. that's blown a 10-year-old. I bet that's happened more than once. Yeah. Like, 
that's fucked up. Yeah, I get <laughs> you know it. what I'm saying? For sure. Like, that's, for sure. That's some Johnny Cash shit, man. Like, that's crazy. I guess you're right. Lewis. <laughs> All right. Here's the. This is going to be uh, round six, and Almy will be up first. We're going to stay in the Ooh. rotation. And this question, this is the final question, guys. So uh, I'm nervous. Bring, bring the big dicks. <laughs> Almy. Yes, sir. Should acts like unwanted knee touching be considered sexual harassment? What is your definition of sexual harassment? Has the Me Too movement went too far? What say you, sir? Wow, Jody, are you sure you wouldn't like to drop your grenade on this one for me, please? You just kind of don't anybody dare drop a grenade. Put just, your pins back in. Just, just, just if somebody wants to pull that lever and I just fall down through the floor like in a cartoon in front of the boss's desk, that would be wonderful right now. Nobody, 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 you're gonna make me fucking say it. What was the question again? <laughs> oh shit, I'm nervous. Um, can you can you repeat the question? Can you use it in a sentence? Yeah. yeah. Should acts like unwanted knee touching be considered sexual harassment? No. What is no, your definition? So. No. What is your definition of sexual harassment? And has yeah. the Me Too movement went too far? Yeah. So I'm not sure about the Me Too movement going too far or not. I'm not sure. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to table that one. I might have an opinion on that in about 60 seconds. Um, right now, I don't think acts of inappropriate touching, of course, it depends on what kind of inappropriate touching we're talking about. There's definitely a line, and it may not be a very fine line. It might be kind of a fuzzy line. It might be a little bit blurred, but there's definitely a line. Like if I touch your shoulder as you're entering uh, my home or something like that, if I give you a hug, if I slap you on the knee, listen. None of that shit is sexual harassment. Get the fuck out of here. You don't want me to touch your knee? That's fine. Just say, hey, I felt really uncomfortable the way you touched my knee. Okay, I'm, I'm done touching your knee. But what is sexual harassment is if when you come into my home, I'm completely nude and I, I, I have to give you a hug when you walk in. Of course, Randall, I mean, every time I see you, I'm giving you a hug. But imagine you come in and I'm completely nude. And I'm, I'm actually kind of semi-erect. I'm not totally erect, but I'm semi-erect because I've been waiting for you. So you come in and I'm, I give you just this giant hug and it's not one of these like two-second normal person hugs. It's one of these like long and you can kind of, you can kind of feel it pushing on your leg a little bit it's and my hot breath is on your I neck. Can see it. Yeah, I mean... I'm painting a really lovely picture right now, actually. Um, it's time for me to go uh, uh, draw a bubble bath and slip into a nice robe. But yes, so there are acts that are completely innocent in nature that I think, um, you know, maybe a little bit. Uh, don't come at me. If I, if, I, if I touch you on your shoulder, don't or fucking come you. at me. Or your arm or whatever. Look, if I tweak your nipple, then you have... You have a reason to to tell HR about me and complain about me. Get me fired. Get me banned from Twitter. Whatever the fuck. Okay, I'm a, I'm a sexual. If I try to put my thumb in your asshole the second time we meet, okay, okay, I get it. That's sexual assault. I think it's like porn. We'll know it when we see it. Okay. If I if I touch you on your shoulder, if 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 I accidentally, what if I accidentally, I'm I'm like in a crowded bus. You know what I mean? I'm on I'm on the train. I'm 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 trying to like walk down the aisle of a plane. You know how cramped those planes are for a big guy like Ten you, seconds. Randall. That shit is very difficult. What if I accidentally brush somebody's chest or what if I accidentally brush a lady's behind? You can't fucking come at me like that. That was an accident. I didn't mean to do that. That's not sexual harassment. You can suck my dick. All but right, don't, time. but don't, because that would be that would be sexual harassment. But so don't maybe I take that back. Don't suck my dick, but respectfully 
stick your head in your own ass and sexually harass yourself. <laughs> I, I think there's a clear line. Like if you do some creepy shit, uh, like if I come up behind you and we're backstage and I'm like breathing on your neck and I'm like, I'm like doing the Hannibal Lecter thing in your fucking hair. Okay. I understand. Okay. I, I deserve to be reprimanded. I probably shouldn't run for president. You're over, uh, Almy. All right. I apologize. I rest my case. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Brooke, what do you think? Uh, if uh, somebody touches your knee besides me killing them, is it sexual harassment? And um, what is your definition of sexual harassment? And has the Me Too movement went too far? Somebody touching my knee uh, is not sexual harassment, unless it was like in a super creepy way, unless it was like with their dick. Um, That's totally sexual harassment. Agreed. (laughs) Um, There are certain body parts don't touch me anywhere with, but I, I, I feel like a lot of women hate me when i even get into the me too movement because i especially rachel because i feel like in many ways it has gone way too far and maybe i've just made myself kind of numb to a lot of it i've for sure been sexually harassed plenty of times but just been like fuck off and not made a big deal about it because it's not worth making a fucking big deal about it and getting somebody in trouble and ruining their life or getting them beat up or thrown out of somewhere because they're just they're definitely getting beat up. So that's for sure. <laughs> but it's just, sometimes I feel like it's just, I can handle my own shit and it's not necessary to get all kind of up in arms and get everybody involved when it, I don't know. I mean, I guess on the other hand, it's like, Oh, but then you could save other women from being, to, but it, in my eyes, it's like if a guy's being a just being a creep, he's just kind of trying to throw shit out there and see what catches, you know, like guys that are like, hey, nice ass on the street. Like, I don't know who that works for, but maybe it does. And I just that kind of shit. I just kind of brush off like go fuck yourself and have a nice day. So I don't know. I think maybe I'm just a little more on the side of like everybody doesn't need to be so fucking sensitive. All right, John, what do you think, sir? Uh, from someone who's never been sexually harassed, I do have uh, an opinion. So the fact is that no woman should feel uncomfortable. So no man, a man should respect boundaries. Okay. And there are ways to be respectful and also let a lady know that you're interested without touching her or invading her space. And then then she can politely say to you that she's not interested in you, and then you can move along with your day and be done with it. There's not one person that ever said, hey, babe, nice ass, and the woman said, oh, really? I have a nice ass? Let me go over here and talk to this guy. Mm -hmm. I I don't think that's ever happened. Maybe once or twice. I don't know. But here's my thing. The Me Too movement has brought this the attention. So now maybe men can think through this and change some of their ways. If you're a cat caller, if you're a pig and you're doing this, it's not going to change you. You're part of the problem. But here's the thing that I have a problem with the Me Too movement where it went too far. Ladies, regret is not a Me Too movement moment. Okay. In other words, if you're out, you had too many drinks, you get jiggy, you wake up next to a guy and you're like, shit, I should have never done this. That is not me too. That is a bad decision. All right. We've all had bad decisions. We've always, we've all woke up next to somebody where we're like, yikes, how do I get her, him, it out of here without anybody seeing it? All right. So we've done that. 
But what happens is you do not get to go and say that the person assaulted you. It might feel like assault. You might want to go in and go take a shower and use a wire brush to scrub his essence off your body. I get that. But you made a choice to bring him home. Unless there is a chloroform rag next to the bed or his name is Bill Cosby, most of the time you have brought this person into your house. And that is a, that is a decision you made, and it is a regret. We all have regrets. It doesn't make it a crime. That's where it's went too far. But it has drawn attention to what women go through on a daily basis. I can't imagine what that must feel like to have to worry about this. And, and again, Brooke, it seems she's been able to insulate herself and make it where it's not that big of a deal. But Randall knows that it is a big deal. And I applaud Randall for beating the shit out of anybody that would actually sexually harass Brooke. My time. Nice. Nobody in their right mind would now. Jody B. <laughs> what do you think, my man? So when it comes to sexual assault, harassment, we're talking about harassment, not assault. Assault is penetration. <laughs> uh, harassment is, look, okay. So I understand that there are going to be moments in anybody's life, any woman's life especially, that you're going to feel uncomfortable. Okay. There's people are going to say shit to you that you're not going to like. You're not going to understand in some cases why that person's saying shit to you. But unfortunately, it's not a crime to say anything in it's America, right? United States, you got freedom of speech, say whatever the fuck you want. Uh, except for the N-word. You don't say that one. You no. get in trouble, get your ass beat. Yeah. yeah so, yeah, look, look I think it's all about intent, right? Now, I'm firmly behind keep your fucking hands to yourself. Now, that's, that's my own personal rule. Maybe uh, other people have different lines, but it's like I have personal space thing. I think everybody should have it. My bubble. Don't get in my bubble for any fucking reason. So I think that saying something to somebody, although might be tasteless, crass, rude in some cases, it's not against the law. You know, I say whatever the fuck I want. It comes with consequences. Sometimes some chick might tell you to go fuck yourself. Or some fucking ogre might snatch you up by the fucking throat and throw you over a bar table. It happens. You know, that's life too. Me too is an interesting thing because there are a lot of fucked up people in this world. Let me tell you. And I'm finding it out more and more every day. There's a generation of people that were left alone with people. And these terrible folks were just preying on these children. And uh, it's really fucked up that anybody should have to deal with, you know, threatening people uh, in their space. But at the same time, like, too, it's turning to a point where, like, I have a buddy who got arrested. He spent six fucking months in jail because a chick that he had been banging for two months woke up the next morning and decided that he fucking raped her. And apparently in Seattle, where he was staying, that's a very popular crime. And that's what his public defender told him, looked him in the face and said, it's an industry up here, buddy. You better find somebody to get you some fucking money. And you know what happened? He got out of jail six months later. Nothing happened to her. <laughs> My brother-in-law went to college. Same thing. Uh, the, the walk of shame. You know what I'm saying? Next morning, she got home late to her fucking for, uh, sorority house. She said that, you know, home, uh, my brother-in-law basically made advanced on her and shit. They came and took his mattress, all kinds of crazy shit. Mm. They mm. found out uh, a week later, week later that he was lying. 
Nothing happened to her either. I'm saying it should be across the board. Keep your hands to yourself, and uh, fucking everybody should get treated the same way. Innocent until proven guilty, motherfucker. Boom. Hey, I want to thank you guys. This was incredible. For the first run, I think everybody did fucking awesome. And uh, so I'm going to give you a round of applause to everybody. You guys are fucking champions. All of you. Uh, Now it's up to the listeners. The the listeners are the ones that decide. So uh, we're going to share this across to everybody. Um, We're going to put up a poll on Facebook and Twitter uh, for you to vote on who you think is the winner of the very first. Remember, these are the first. These are the the founders. Inaugural edition. Inaugural, The Genesis. I'm going to put a poll up, motherfucker. How about that? (laughs) And I'm gonna pull that. up your ass. I'm gonna put How your about poll that? I might like that, Joey yes. B. That's Y'all make the right votes because those those sex doll robots are watching you. Okay, <laughs> sex doll robots sex are fucking watching you. You hey, fuck around listen. and you vote for one of these other three. Hey, you guys are doing UFC tomorrow. Look up Gabby Garcia. Check oh, her yeah. out, buddy. She's fucking beast. Hey, I want to go like, around the horn and let everybody uh, give out their socials, the names of their shows, uh, where they can be found, and. Uh, if you're on a network, what network you represent? Because uh, we all, we're all family here in independent podcasting, and uh, so when one of us blows up, we're all gonna blow up. Uh, we'll start with John. John, how do they reach you and uh, all that good shit? We're on all the socials at Unbelievably Pod. The podcast is unbelievably stupid, and I just want to take a quick uh, moment to say to shout out to the chat. We have we're doing this live on Facebook. And the chat has been amazing. I couldn't put up everybody because I didn't want to interrupt the people that were talking, but the chat was amazing. Thank you so much for coming out and watching us. And, uh, yeah. My mom was in that chat. Was your mom in that chat? My, my <laughs> mom was in that chat for a little while. Sorry, mom. Okay. All right. And uh, like I said, unbelievably stupid. Come on over. If you are kind of get offended easy, don't listen. I'm going to tell you that right now. Don't listen. But if you don't mind a little salty language and adult topics, you might like it. Awesome. Jody B, tell them where they can yes, get at uh, that motherfucker. You can find that motherfucker at Jody B 501 at Poboy Pod on Twitter. I'm only on Twitter. And also, if you'd like to uh, to come and see what's cooking, we got a very special announcement coming up very soon for the uh, the NSFW podcast mm-hmm. network. Yeah, it's a meeting of the families tonight. You know, it was yeah. nice. And uh we're about to uh we're gonna have a very interesting summer, guys. I think uh with this this group we have, it's not very often that a bunch of people can manage to get along more than a few months. And we've done very well, I think. Yeah, so I still like I'm all gonna, of you. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> like yeah, I don't want to downplay it, but it's really fucking cool. So I'm I'm fixing to throw in an army of perverts, and we're going to see what kind of crazy shenanigans <laughs> oh, we can get into shit. this summer. I present the NSFW Podcast Network for nudists, sluts, freaks, and weirdos. Bring your shit over here, and let's talk about it. Going to sell a lot of those dolls. All right, Brooke, oh, baby. Brooke, where do, they, uh, where do they find us, and who the fuck are we? We are the Married AF Podcast, and are at Married as Fuck on Twitter, Married AF Podcast on Facebook, Married AF Podcast on Instagram, and we are part of the Civilized Creatures Network. I do want to say, Jody, I especially liked the argument that you got into with yourself on Twitter yesterday. Um, 
<laughs> uh, it really made me giggle. Um, so props on that because you kept it going. <laughs> yeah. I right. get inspired, guys, and I just go on a rant. I, you got the the crazy arguing with myself and the Spunk Loop video on the same day. You guys check that yes, video out. Jason Almy, bring us home, baby. What's good, motherfuckers? You know what it is. Shit happens when you party naked. We're a hilarious podcast. We out here. Ah, 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 ah. And I don't even know what that fucking sound is. I don't know why they make it, but they, they make me do the fucking sound. I'm sorry. They make me do the sounds. Shit happens when you party naked. You can find us on Twitter. S-H-W-Y-P-N. That's an acronym for shit happens when you party naked. If you're too dumb to figure that out, go fuck yourself. But I want you to come hit me on Twitter. You can find me on all the podcatchers, all the fucking podcast apps, every one of them. You can find shit happens when you party naked or search for Team Almy. You'll find us there. Come at me. DM me. Slide into my DMs. If you send me a dick pic, I'll send you a sticker. Do it right now. Hit me. DM me them dick pics, y'all. Part of the Inner Circle Podcast Network. Wow. Uh, all right, guys. Well, so this many is hand podcast of the round table. I don't know about you guys. I had a bla- fucking blast, and I know blast. it'll just keep getting better and better, but uh, I can't thank you guys enough for being the guinea pigs and uh, ponying up. This is the kind of shit we're going to talk about. You never know what it's going to be, uh, but nothing but respect for all you I'm a, I'm a guinea pig, and this show is uh, Richard Gere's anus. I want in. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. He's terrible. I love you guys. Thanks for showing up. Thanks Bye for having guys. me. All right, guys. Yep. See y'all. Bye. Later.